Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ujvala Radio, a show dedicated to love and passion, and the power they have to transform our lives. Now, find a comfortable place to sit, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's Terry and Robin. everyone. Good afternoon, good morning, good wherever you are. This is Ujvala Radio, and you're listening to Terry and Robin uh, here on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Uh, we're excited that everyone is here tonight. Uh, Robin, how are things going with you? Uh, they're going very well. I'm happy to have made it in this evening because, you know, a little bit of technical difficulties on our end. So if I sound a little crazy, we're going to get this down. This is two weeks in a row, but this time we made it on time. <laughs> but we will get this down anytime, sometime soon. But I'm super excited right. tonight because I have one of my best friends in the whole wide world on tonight. And I, I'm just so super excited to do this. All right. Yeah. So tonight we are going to be joined by Marcy uh, Gypsy Cambo. Uh, uh, Munden, I guess is his last name, but um, Marcy is a wonderful person, uh, one of one of my favorite people, and I know one of your best friends, if not your best mm-hmm. friend. It's a, it's a it's a close tie, and <laughs> so um, you know she's going to be with us tonight talking about uh, uh, some some nature magic or nature nature medicine, I guess really, um, uh, you know shamanic practices, and we're going to let her talk about it here in just a minute. Uh, Robin, why don't you tell people a little bit about your friend? Sure. Uh, Marcy was, um, when I met her, uh, like over 20 years ago now, uh, she was a massage therapist uh, in in New Jersey when we met. And uh, I know that she's also a licensed practical nurse, and she's been a nurse for over 10 years. And she, for a while, was working as a volunteer at an ayahuasca church, and then the church loved her so much they asked her to become a permanent part of their medical staff. Um, so she was helping there to facilitate ceremonies with plant medicine. And then um, she was then introduced to uh, the, the practice of Cambo. Um, and then I'm going to let her tell that tale when she comes on the air. Um, she went to she she had the opportunity to go to Peru. 
You dropped out. You dropped sure. out. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So she, so she, uh, she's going to talk a little bit about her experience with traveling to um, Peru to get the frog's permission to use the medicine. And um, we're going to talk to her about that. It was a really interesting. You're gone again. Okay, while Robin is um, uh, having technical difficulties still, uh, let's go ahead and tell everybody the call-in number. And that number is 646-564-9714. And we will be taking calls tonight and questions in the chat room. Uh, so uh, if you've got any questions for Marcy, uh, please go ahead and call in or um, uh, get in the chat room with your questions. And let's go ahead and bring Marcy on, and let's see if we can get Robin back as well. Uh, Marcy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. All right. It's great to have you with us and uh, talking about uh, you know, talking about Cambo. So uh, could you just tell us – I'll just start with what, what, is, what is Cambo? Uh, Cambo is the secretion that's taken from – the Phylomedusa bicolor. It's a green monkey tree frog down in South America, um, native to Peru, Brazil, um, and many places in South America. Um, and the excretion is taken from the frog with permission and dried on a stick, and then that is reconstituted and applied to um, – very superficial burns on the top layer of skin. Um, and that's how that medicine is applied. I mean, briefly, and it works as a major, major system detox. Um, it works big time with the liver and the gallbladder, um, and can even work on a spiritual level as well as far as removing what the South Americans call Panema, bad energy. Okay. And, and you know, I know that you were involved with ayahuasca, and, you know, and that's plant medicine versus, I guess, the, the toad medicine. Uh, how, how are they the same? How are they different? Um, actually, they're very different. Um, ayahuasca is actually a hallucinogen. Um, part of the ayahuasca brew is um, a plant that contains DMT. So there is uh, the psychedelic slash hallucinogenic effect that happens. Um, with cambo medicine, which comes from the South American frog phylomedusa bicolor, that is not a hallucinogenic um, medicine, and I use the term medicine quote in quotes. Um, I use that term loosely. I don't claim for any cures, um, but there is plenty of anecdotal evidence over decades and decades and decades from South America and all over the world as far as what it can help people recover from. Um, well, I mean, yeah, the, I, I lost. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's a lot of tradition of uh, uh, shamanic practices referring to uh, animal animal mag uh, medicines or plant medicines, not necessarily in a you know you know MD or you know you know kind of uh, setting, but 
Uh, it's just the traditional reference. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, um, Cambo the, has been researched um, extensively. The peptides that are in Cambo, um, there are over 120 different peptides that work inside the body um, in many different mm-hmm. ways. Um, and these were um, researched by Vittorio um, Ersparma, in 1979 is when he started looking at the opioid peptides. Um, and like I said, there's been over 120 different peptides discovered with just the phylobedusa bicolor. So um, the evidence of how those peptides work is science. It's not strictly just um, a cultural thing for South America. So, Okay. <laughs> and since you did mention the uh, the opioid um, uh, peptide. What is the you know what legal ramifications are? There? I mean, is there any kind of uh, you know concerns with the legalities? As far as um, serving the medicine, you mean? Yes. Um, no, no. Um, in the United States, Cambo is legal, totally legal. Um, to partake of and administer, um, which does not mean because it's legal that it should just be picked up by, you know, anybody off the street and, and, you know, you know, don't go licking frogs. Yeah, well, I mean, toad sweat's not necessarily a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can, it can uh, have some interesting effects. <laughs> So, so I mean, well, you you said something that I was going to ask you about, and that is, you know, this is best when handled by a trained shamanic practitioner. Am I understanding correctly? Um, I don't know that I'd go so far as to use the word shamanic practitioner. Um, okay. I don't consider myself a shaman. Um, I do work with energy, and I do work with this medicine. Um, I refer to it as a South American tribal detox um, medicine, quotes, in hmm. quotes. Um, but for me, when I administer um, Cambo, it is a, a very spiritual and sacred undertaking. Um, and Robin, Robin can tell you, I, I'm, I'm pretty lighthearted on everything, and and I bring that lightheartedness to the Cambo as well, but it still has, you know, it's sacred. And and I say my gratitudes to Pachamama, you know, uh, Mother Earth, Gaia, and also to the frog when I administer this medicine. And no, it should not be administered by just anybody. You know, it needs to be done. There are certain things that need to be looked at um, while the person is under the medicine and, you know, which, you know, is where my LPN, my nurse training comes into, into play um, because there are some indicators, there are some contraindications for this medicine. Um, so yeah, it, it shouldn't be done by just anybody. You need to have an experienced practitioner, somebody that's learned about the medicine um, and preferably somebody that's gotten permission from the frog to serve this medicine. I just think that's mm-hmm. important. Okay, so can you explain to people? I mean, that sounds kind of 
I'm sure, well, for those of us who understand nature and this sort of, you know, these sorts of things, it doesn't sound so crazy, but there's probably people out there going, wait, you got permission from a frog or you need permission from a frog? What the heck are you talking about? Can, so can you maybe explain that a little bit? Sure. Um, well, being of the pagan persuasion, you know, my <laughs> connection to the planet um, is holy. Um, you know, the the whole planet is, is my church. Um, and it was very important for me to ask permission from this being on this earth that we live on um, to use its medicine, to use um, the excretion because it's, you know, we it's something we're taking. It's like, you know, taking a flower or or taking vegetables from the ground, you know, say your gratitudes and, and have permission to take these things. You know, we, we've come to this place where we've just taken so wantonly from the planet mm-hmm. that we really pissed her off, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, most, 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 most spiritual traditions believe that all things are connected anyway. I mean, yeah, whether, it's, exactly. whether it's pagan or Native American or... You know, the the mm-hmm. Hindu, Buddhists, you know, I mean, it all is one. So, yeah, all is one. So, yeah, it was important for me to get permission from the frog. Um, and if I, if if you've got a minute and I could share the story of being in the jungle, is that okay? I would oh, love please. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please, oh, please. Yeah. Please, so, twice. Um, so I had done Cambo, you know, many times before um, I was served Cambo by – um, Victor Escobar, he runs Cambo Jungle Expeditions. Um, that's their website mm-hmm. as well. Um, and when I met this man, he had just the most wonderful energy and a true love and respect for the frog and for the jungle, for the medicine, and just everything. So at that point, I knew I was going to Peru to study this medicine with this man, and there was just, I got zoned in. Um, when I went down mm-hmm. there, um, and we went out into the jungle. Uh, I think it was probably the second or third day I was down there. Um, and I mean in the jungle. We went out at night. I know, I saw the picture. <laughs> covered, covered from head to toe because I was like, I really don't want these mosquitoes swarming on me. Um, and it was their winter. And when, when it's winter down there, the frogs change location. So Victor was a little concerned that, you know, it might not be all that productive in evening as far as, you know, calling the frogs and having them come to us because they change location. <clears throat> so the location that we went to was one that he had personally not been to, but his cousin had told him about it. There's seven of us. We're out trekking in the jungle, people from all over the world. Um, and so we go out into the jungle and um, Victor was calling the frogs. And the first one we saw was a baby. And, of course, we don't take medicine from the baby. But it was just mm-hmm. su- such a blessing to me. And then I spotted one way up in the tree. And we actually had, I think it was six, five or six frogs come to us that night, um, which blew Victor's mind because it was not expected. And he was so wonderfully surprised. Um, but the group that we were with had such a great energy about it. And, you know, when animals know that you're respecting them, 
their space and and their sentient selves. You know, yeah, it was it was beautiful, and we had frogs come into us, and they allowed us to take their medicine, and the whole time we're saying prayers and gratitudes and just in awe of this creature. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was quite a moving experience. Thanks for letting me share. Yeah, oh, and no. I I I got to see the pictures. Uh, that you sent me on my, you know, on my phone from Peru when you were there, and the frogs were a lot larger than I anticipated. Did that? Did they? Did, did Victor prepare you for that? Or? Oh yeah, I knew they were going to be right? large. But you know, it's like it's like seeing any wild wild animal for the first time up close and personal. You're still just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the size of your palm. They're big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just beautiful. There was one picture with uh, with the frog when he was sort of like crawling on you, and I'm thinking, my God, that's almost as long as my cat. Yeah, they're large. Yeah, and the females, yeah. of course, are larger. Uh, and they're just, oh, man. It was, and the color green that they are is the most vibrant, you know, it just, you just can't, man, it was amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. I'm I'm mildly envious. So, oh, exactly. um, so so, I my first question when I'm when I'm talking to someone about stuff like this is I guess always, uh, what what does this do for a person? You know, we've talked about we've talked a lot about it, but what is the benefit of someone who, you know, who who you know, has this medicine administered to them? Um, well, one of the, the biggest things, um, it works really well with the liver and the gallbladder, um, and the liver and the gallbladder are the, the liver especially is the major detoxifier of the body. So, and it's the organ in the body that can actually regenerate itself. Um, so mm-hmm. it takes a lot of hits, you know, not just from what we eat, what we breathe, what we absorb through our skin. So, of course, there's a lot of toxins rolling through there. Um, and Cambo goes in and does a clean-out. Um, one session can really um, cause a major clean-out, and some people will do three sessions in three days. Um, so it works a big time with the liver and the gallbladder, but it also um, – activates uh, a lot of um, chemical reactions in the body. Um, You know, there are, the peptides work everywhere um, in the digestive tract, um, in um, like anti-cancer at a molecular level. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And uh, they act, Cambo acts as, an opioid agonist. So that means that it binds to opioid receptors in the body. So it's great for pain. People that Mm -hmm. are having pain issues, people that are trying to get off of um, pain medicines, Cambo Mm -hmm. is wonderful for that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's It's, it's funny because there's such a, there's such a correlation here with, with Ayurveda and and wanting to you know clean out the digestive tract, clean out the liver, cleanse, detox the body, um, and it, it's so interesting because both of these uh, 
most of these cultures are, you know, it's ancient, it's ancient wisdom. And it's funny yeah. how even though they were different areas of the world, they were, they were focused in already on the same importance of, you know, cleanse the liver, detox the body, the digestive right. system is being, um, it just goes to prove that, you know, there's, there's a reason why they were all these people who lived, you know, for so long, um, and so long ago, all came to the same conclusions. Where it took yeah. modern science and what, like you know, within the last ten years, to figure out, oh well, maybe the digestive system has more to do with your overall health than we ever thought before. Oh yeah, so, and I, mean, I find it. Yeah, I find it interesting. What was that? I, I just I find it interesting that you know, all these ancient peoples had a similar ideology about it. Oh yeah. Now that there's more research, I mean, now that they're bringing science into it, um, there's a lot of mm-hmm. validation going on, too. I mean, when I was started mm-hmm. doing this and was reading about the peptides, I was like, holy cow. Like, yeah. wow. So, yeah. yeah. So, what, what, um, so while a person is going through the, um, you know, the, the treatment, I guess is the word, um, uh, if they do this three times in three days, what what effect does that have on them in the immediate term while they are going through this? Um, well, it can be pretty intense. Um, yeah, that's that's how much I did it while I was down in South America, and it can it can really wipe you out. And not only are you purging from the front end, but you're purging from the back end usually too. Um, <laughs> but it. Um, the sensation that I experienced and that a lot of people experience is it, it feels like every cell in your body is clean and breathing. Hmm. Um, and that's, um, yeah, that, that, that's pretty, pretty interesting sensation. Um, did I, did I lose track of your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean, I think you, I think you, you hit on the major parts of it, the purging part. Um, I was just wondering what were the immediate effects while you're going through the treatment. Um, oh, okay. You know, so, you... so when, yeah, when somebody's in a session, um, um, I make the initial, I make the burns on the top layer of skin. Usually, it's just two or three what we call gates. Um, and then the medicine is applied right on those gates. Um, so it works directly with the lymphatic system. And, you know, the lymphatic system is what moves cellular waste out of the body. But it depends mm-hmm. on muscle contraction and relaxation to work. It doesn't have its own circulatory system. Um, so initially, when the, after the medicine's applied, um, people feel uh, like a niacin flush. I don't know if anybody uh-huh. anybody out there's you yes, know felt yes. that niacin flush. It's that, or for us women that are in menopause, that hot flash. Uh-huh. Um, okay. That that's one of the initial sensations. Also, uh, people get tachycardic, which means the heart rate increases, um, and it literally feels like your heart's going to jump out of your chest. Um, mm-hmm. But if you can maintain your breath, um, as as with um, Ayurvedic medicine, the breathing, um, stay focused mm-hmm. on the breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so stay focused on the breathing. And those two sensations will pass eventually. And then usually you'll start feeling the tummy grumble, and then usually the purge starts happening. 
Um, and through this whole, the 15 minutes prior to the medicine being applied, um, the person who's in session drinks between a liter to two liters of water, okay, in mm-hmm. those 15 minutes. And that's what moves the medicine through the body and helps the medicine okay. get all through the body. So the initial purge um, is usually a lot of the water. Um, and mm-hmm. then usually you'll start seeing the bright yellow, which is the bile, the stagnant bile that's coming up. And it's not always yellow, but the majority mm-hmm. of the time. Um, and that usually lasts anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and like I said, there could be trips to the bathroom involved, which is quite fine. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's a basic session in a nutshell. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's see. We are closing in on the bottom of the hour. Uh, I'm going to remind everybody that we are taking calls tonight and that the number is 646-564-9714. And also we will be taking questions in the chat room if you want to call, if you want to check in on the chat room and you don't have to be on the air to ask your question. Uh, And we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Uh, Listen to a little bit of sitar recital music and we will be back in just a few minutes here on Ujvala Radio. Everybody stick around. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And now, back to the show. And welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Terry and Robin on Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. And uh, we're joined tonight... I'm having a, a great conversation. We're joined tonight by uh, a great friend of ours, Marcy uh, Gypsy Cambo uh, Munden, who's uh, talking with us about Cambo. And uh, you know, she shared some of her experiences in the jungle, uh, you know, learning about this and uh, making that spiritual connection. And then just before the break, we were talking about the. Uh, the effects on the person who's receiving the treatment. And then Robin had a follow-up question. So uh, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's go ahead and throw that in there. Okay. So what I wanted to know was, so you've taken the Cambo and you have puked your guts out and you shit your brains out. And now what? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, that's what people are at home thinking like, Oh my gosh, is that something I really want to do? And why, why would I want to do that? Yeah. Well, it really, a lot of times it depends on why somebody's uh, doing Cambo. Um, a lot of people do it for just the, te- the detox effect. Um, mm-hmm. um, sometimes people are coming off of prescription medications. Some people mm-hmm. are trying to rid themselves of prescription pain medications. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes people are just looking to be healthier um, they're looking to change how they eat. And, you know, I'm sure you've come across that a lot with your Ayurvedic um, mm-hmm. education. You know, people mm-hmm. just wanting to be healthier. Um, so this is a great start for people that want to start um, leading their life a little differently. Um, it can help with addictions. Um, and a lot that was going to be my next people, question. Yeah, a lot of times people come out of a Cambo session or multiple Cambo sessions if they're doing two or three in a in a two or three day period, and they mm-hmm. have no desire to eat shitty food anymore, or to take wow. prescription medications anymore. Um, I know just the change in my diet, not just since I started doing Cambo, but since I started doing plant medicines back in 2018. Uh, my mm-hmm. eating habits have changed. I mean, I still have my things, you know. I still get mm-hmm. my hankerings for stuff every once in a while. But for the mm-hmm. most part, uh, my eating habits have changed a lot. I mean, my appreciation for water consumption has changed a lot. I actually drink mm-hmm. the what we're supposed to be drinking water-wise mm-hmm. most days. Um, and I exercise, I take my dog out for walks and I go for walks. I'm out there like usually four or five times a week doing some kind of exercise. Um, and it just makes you much more conscientious of your body. You feel more connected to it. Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, the whole whole thing sounds like a full system reset. Reset button. Yeah, especially when you do the three-by-three, three, what I call the three-by-three, three, and that's three sessions in two or three days. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're dealing with something acute, it can be even more beneficial. Um, 
Uh, mm-hmm. It was relayed to me by my mentor, Victor Escobar, at Campbell Jungle, Cambo Jungle Expeditions. He did treat mm-hmm. a nurse down there um, that was tested positive for COVID, and she's mm-hmm. doing great now. So I'm not making any claims. I'm just sharing the information. Anecdotal evidence. Yeah, anecdotal evidence. <laughs> you know, you can't brush you can't brush that off, man. Sometimes you just got to pay attention to it. All right, and you were saying you you were saying something um, something about the spiritual um, aspects of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, could you um, delve a little more into that direction? Sure, no problem. Um, As physical medicine quotes as this is, um, it also, like I mentioned earlier, uh, the South Americans call uh, negative energy bad energy that we store in our body. They call it tenema. Um, So the spirit of the medicine and the medicine itself works to rid you of that. Um, So there's a clarity that can come after a session um, and a connection, you kind of feel that oneness and a clarity. Um, and sometimes people do pass out on the medicine because there's such a drastic drop in blood pressure um, mm-hmm. okay. from uh, the vasodilation. Um, so, and in those moments of being unconscious, people usually will journey. Now, like I said before, it's not a hallucinogen, but it can take you on a spiritual journey. Um, I had one person I served about a month or so ago, and she had a full throttle, beautiful spiritual journey. And she not and she wasn't passed out, um, but that was how the medicine reacted in her. Um, so uh-huh. when somebody does does pass out like that, I leave them for a couple of for about. 30, 15 to 30 seconds, um, and you can leave them where they're at so they can have that journey, um, mm-hmm. you know. And, of course, I'm monitoring them physically. Um, right. But, yeah, there, there can be a major shift in the spirituality of somebody doing this medicine. Okay. Now, you, you're, you're talking about someone passing out. Now, I mean, the, the spiritual aspects of that, I can see, you know, taking the journey uh, while you know, while you know, not in the current conscious moment, right? And that that separateness, uh, allowing for the journey, but it returns to, uh, you know, you commented earlier, and there's a question in the chat room about contraindications, and you know, you're talking about you know, serious blood pressure drop and a couple of other things that you said, uh, make me yeah. think that there's some some medical conditions that would you know contraindicate this uh, treatment? Oh, yeah. Um, The biggest one I look for, um, and I go through, I have a conversation with people before I serve them, um, is any major heart issues. Um, And when I say major heart issues, I mean, if you had valves replaced, um, you know, do you have any kind of, um, you know, defib implanted, um, you know, uh, do you have a history of alcoholism? Is there, have you ever had an issue with um, what we call esophageal varices, which is, you know, um, a thinning of the veins in the throat? Um, and I have, I have heard of 
uh, people having these uh, esophageal varices bursting, um, and there's a lot of blood involved. Um, so, yes, there wow. are some contraindications. Um, so that's why it's very important when people go into this medicine that they are straight up and tell their practitioner everything that's going on with them as far as health concerns. Well, you said something about previously, you know, previous alcohol abuse. Um, what about somebody that's in recovery? Um, you know, is this is this you, good for someone in recovery, or is it something that that someone in recovery should be conscious or or you know concerned about? It's always good to let your practitioner know that you know you are in recovery. Um, usually with people that are in recovery, it really depends on, you know, how long were they abusing whatever they were abusing? You know, did they have any physical manifestations um, from that um, drug abuse or whatever it was? Um, mm-hmm. You know, usually there, there are indicators that there's something physical going on, you know. Um, okay, so if they already did tons of damage to their kid to their uh, liver, maybe this isn't the treatment at the time. Um, it's it's up for discussion. It's up for discussion. I would probably <laughs> uh, inquire if they have had any liver enzyme tests done. You know, how's your liver functioning? Uh, you know, physiologically. You know, so. how's your liver doing now? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because, you know, it depends. I mean, one person's journey is very different from another person's journey. You know, if somebody's been an alcoholic for 20 years, but they've been 10 years clean and they've been eating right and they've been exercising and they've changed their attitude about life in general, chances are pretty good their liver has kind of started healing itself. And, you know, the liver function tests are looking good. I would probably serve that person. Okay. Well, you know, that's one of the questions, of course, I'm going to have because I've got, you know, well, I mean, my own history, but also I'm going to be working with people, you know, in recovery and, you know, helping with, you know, helping with addictive behaviors. So, uh, you know, looking at how this can help someone, you know, it sounds like that full system reset you were describing sounds like a pretty good, uh, pretty good thing if the person is physically able to handle the, uh, the, the, the medicine and the treatment itself. Yeah. It's like my mom has had um, a pacemaker put in and a valve replaced. I won't serve her the medicine. Right. That's fair. You know, because it's just, it's just a little too risky. But if somebody comes to me and they say, Oh, well, you know, I was on a high blood pressure medication, but I'm not on it anymore. And I eat better and I exercise. I'm going to serve them the medicine unless the frog spirit comes and tells me otherwise. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another question in the chat room, and I, I guess is, you know, what would you tell someone who asks you, you know, just first first question they ask is, you know, tell me about it. You know, what what would be the first thing that you would tell someone? You know, you're talking to us. We know a little bit, but what would you say to somebody that's just green, never never had this conversation? Um. I would probably ask them if they have any experience with any indigenous medicine, um, and I would ask them why they wanted to have a Cambo session. You know, what are you looking to get from this? You know, I mean, I've had people, you know, sit with me, and that was they just wanted to experience it because they had heard about it from other people in the plant medicine community. 
and they were just curious. You know, okay, there you go. Um, so well, is yeah, that that's an acceptable my, answer? Yeah, yeah. So I like to I like to talk to people. You know, why why is it the medicines called you? You know, um, what are you right. looking to get to get out of it? And then mm-hmm. you know. Whatever their answers, I try to work with that and help them get what they need. Right. Well, that's pretty. That's not all that unusual. I mean, if somebody comes to me and and you know wants to look at Ayurveda to change their life, one of the first things I always ask them is, "What are your goals? What are you looking to, you know, make? What do you yeah. need to change? What are you looking to make better?" Um, yeah. That's pretty similar. Yeah. That's my silly cat in the background. He wants to be on the radio uh-huh. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, superstar cat. Mhm. Did I answer your question? Uh, well, yeah, I, I think so. And and the but I I'm not sure if you heard my my follow up is um just to restate and make sure we're, we're I'm clear. Um, someone saying I'm just wildly curious. That is a sufficiently mm-hmm. good answer. You would serve them the. Yeah, as long as their health history is is um, allowing of that, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. I, you know, so I think the ahead, I think the benefits. Um, I think it surprises people sometimes because I've served a lot of first timers, and I mean it's kind of hellish going through it, but when they get to the other side of it, they're like, "Wow," you know, and they keep coming back for more. Hmm. Interesting. So one of the other things I wanted to mention to you is I was reading something on the Internet today about COVID-19 coming into South America and how some of the indigenous tribes are really being hard hit. And I know with your connection to Victor, and he lives out there and amongst the, the tribes there, is there, I mean, do you have any news about that? Do you have any, like, you know, secondhand knowledge that you can share with our listeners? Um, all I know right now is, um, you know, the, the villages are getting really hit really hard. Um, they're not having – the villages down there rely a lot on um, boats delivering things back and forth between the larger mm-hmm. places. Um, they've reduced boat traffic. Um, and last I heard, and this um, – I think it – I don't remember who I heard it from, but last I heard – they do not have any more tests down there. Um, so they run out of the tests for the, of the COVID. Um, so, you know, and they don't have any kind of refrigeration down there. Um, so um, it's, it can, it spreads easier down there. Um, you know, they live in close quarters. Um, so they're, they're getting hit pretty hard and, you know, not even though you know this is a, a tribal medicine, a lot of people down there don't partake of cambo. Um, so you know that's that's what's happening. It's spreading quicker down there, and they're getting hit really, really hard. You know they're getting hmm. they're they're not having the supplies that they need um, as far as medicines, testing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. If there's, is there some place that you know of that people can, you know, look to send help if they were so inclined or? Yeah, if you can uh, go to Cambo, 
K-A-M-B-O, Jungle, J-U-N-G-L-E, Expeditions, E-X-P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. That is Victor Escobar's site, and he has mm-hmm. got links on there where people can donate funds. Um, the post is closed, so things cannot be sent down there. Okay. Um, as far as, you know, people may say, oh, well, I've got, you know, clothes I can send down or whatever I can send down. They're not delivering anything. As far as I know, I could be mistaken. Um, but as far as I know, the post is still closed down there. Um, and they are still on lockdown. Do us a favor and post that on the Ujvala AYC um, um, Facebook page. So all of our listeners okay. can go find it there. I surely will. And then we'll, we'll share it. We'll, we'll share it around to our pages from there. But if you can get it to uh, the Ujvala, be... yeah, get it to the Ujvala page. We'll get it. We'll get it shared around. I'll do that as soon as we're done with the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate the help, and I know they do. No, no yeah. Well, I mean, it's what we're supposed to do is help each other. Hell's yeah, so, man. absolutely. Um. Let's see, there was a question that, that kind of came up in my mind as we were going through uh, that last for, uh, part. But I guess right now, how does someone get in touch with you also? I mean, oh, you, know, you, you, do this for, you do this for a living, right? Yes, I do. This is actually okay. I stopped punching a nursing clock about March of 2019. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Um, people can – Go to my website, which is gypsycambo.org. Um, you can also find me under Gypsy Cambo on Facebook. And um, I will put a link up on the Ujvala site as well. And that would be good. Such um, a good plan. And you can find, um, you can also get uh, my email is gypsycambo at gmail.com. So there are multiple ways of getting hold of me, and if all else fails, um, find Terry and, and Robin through Ishvala Radio, and they'll put you in touch with me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, all right. And I, I can honestly say that, you know, I've known Marcy for 25 years, and as I said before, she was holding my hand when my daughter was born. My husband was on one side and Marcy was on the other. And um, we, we've always had this incredible bond. She's an incredibly open and, you know, easy person to talk to and just get to know. And she's an incredible spirit. Um, could, not, could not, for a first time doing something like this, pick a better person. Uh, she's just, you know I love you. Thank <laughs> you. I love you. Mm-hmm. All right. And the next time you're up this way, I think I'm uh... – I, I think I'm ready for the for the Cambo, so we'll we'll talk about that in a, in, um, in between. Right on. So, oh yeah, I think we can then follow. We'll, then, we'll, I, then, we'll, then we'll have you back on, and we can talk about the uh, the shared experience, and I'll tell the uh, tell the yeah. listeners about my experience with you and the Cambo. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. All right, so yeah, I'm on board too. In in the last in the in, in the last ten minutes of the show, I, I do want to circle back around if if you don't mind. Um, you know, you you started your adventure and your learning with 
uh, plant medicine before you got into the Cambo and ayahuasca. And are you still participating in ayahuasca or is that something you've left behind completely and closed a door or what? Oh, no, I would never close the door on any of the plant medicines. Um, Plant medicines have a tendency to call to you um, when it's, when it's time for you to do them. Um, I do still partake of ayahuasca. Um, Usually it's maybe every few months. The last time I was in an ayahuasca ceremony was in December. Um, So when, when I feel called, that's when I hunt somebody down and, and uh, I partake of the medicine. And uh, do you still facilitate those? Let me see. I haven't been facilitating any ayahuasca ceremonies as of late, um, but I do work with a place down in Davie called Temple in the Sun uh, where we do medicines, plant medicines. Um, sometimes it's ayahuasca um, and sometimes it's other stuff. So, but that's, uh, they're in church status and it's becoming more acceptable. Um, and, hmm. So yeah, I do. I I have done many plant medicines, um, toad medicine, and they all work in different ways. Um, so it really is just a matter of being really tuned into what your um, emotional, spiritual, physical self is in need of. Okay, and. Talk a little bit more about ayahuasca. I mean, we're talking about, you know, plant medicine and, and, you know, you and I have talked about it and Robin has talked about it with you. Uh, For someone who has no idea what we're talking about, uh, please share a little bit more about what is ayahuasca and uh, and then we'll talk about maybe some of the other plant medicines. Okay. Um, So ayahuasca is a brew um, that is native to South America. Um, and it is a combination of an ayahuasca vine, it is an actual vine, and mm-hmm. a, plant, a plant called chacruna, which has the DMT molecule in it. When these two are combined, um, the ayahuasca vine itself is not a hallucinogen, um, but it contains a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, which is needed for the DMT to activate. So that's why mm-hmm. they're consumed together. And sometimes people consume the vine by itself first and then consume the DMT um, particle um, about 30 minutes later once the MAO has taken effect. Um, mm. And it is, uh, the ayahuasca brew is a hallucinogen. Um, it works on many different levels. Um, as far as spiritual, emotional, um, there are some physical aspects, um, but it's not, to me personally, it's not nearly as physical and ordeal as Cambo, um, as, as Cambo is. Uh, I, when I first started doing ayahuasca, um, I was on, well, I wasn't physically on, but I had been on antidepressants for uh, off and on for decades. Um, I was mm-hmm. also on 10 milligrams of Ambien to sleep because I had sleep issues. Um, and that was all from um, sexual trauma when I was a, a young girl. Um, so there was some PTSD involved. Um, and I had been in 
um, cognitive behavioral therapy at the VA for five years before I went in mm-hmm. to do ayahuasca. Um, I had mm-hmm. to come off of the antidepressant in order to partake of ayahuasca. So I took myself off of um, all prescription medications. I was on a heart um, medication, a blood pressure medication as well. Um, and I have not taken prescription medication since then. Um, okay. So ayahuasca helped with um, the PTSD. It got me connected to myself. It got me to a place where I was able to go into the dark places and know that I was going to be okay and I was going to get out the other side. But the only way to get to the other side was through it. So that's uh, that's what ayahuasca is in a nutshell mm. in my world. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Yeah. So what, Robin? Go ahead, I was Robin. To say, I'm sorry. What are some of the other plant medicines uh, that people might hear about, and how do they compare or differ, or is there any way to compare or, or differentiate them from each other? Um, for me personally, there is definitely a differentiation as far as the effect. Um, for me, ayahuasca is very mental slash emotional. Um, uh, the other plant medicines, um, psilocybin, um, mm-hmm. I had my first psilocybin ceremony in January. Um, it was very, very heart centered, um, mm. and very earth centered as well. Um, you feel with ayahuasca and these are all just my personal experiences with ayahuasca, mm-hmm. you feel very, you feel connected um, and you feel that oneness, but it's different with psilocybin. Psilocybin is much more mellow. Um, there is occasionally purging um, with psilocybin, but I did not myself. Um, and mm-hmm. psilocybin is just very, um, very heart-centered. Um, I've also done a medicine called uh, Bufo, which is from the Sonoran Desert Frog, uh, Toad. I'm sorry. And... That is the medicine that gives you a direct link to source. Um, there's no there's no beating around the bush with Bufo. Bufo's um, a little like Cambo in that it comes on very fast and the journey is usually done within 30, 30 minutes or so. Um, mm-hmm. Ayahuasca journeys can last anywhere from two hours to ten hours. Um, mm-hmm. Ten hours is a very extreme, but you know, and the average is around four hours. Um, mm-hmm. Psilocybin can go on for about three or four hours, depending on your dose. Um, right. I've also done a medicine called San Pedro, uh, which is a lot like um, peyote. Um, mm-hmm. And that was very another very I feel one with everything, um, and that's a very long journey that lasted about twelve hours. Um, I did that while I was down in the jungle, and it was absolutely amazing. We were out on the boat, going down the river with the trees mm-hmm. and the monkeys and swimming. <laughs> oh my God, it was great. So, um, and, if someone is curious about all of this stuff. Uh, 
do they get in touch with you? Can you help to guide them to uh, to these other to these other medicines, or is there a resource where they can go to uh, get additional well, information? Um, you know, everybody everybody's going to do it anyway. So I always tell people just Google it, do some research. You know, because people are going to do it anyway. Um, the majority of the time, they're going to look it up on YouTube, you know, they're going to look it up on Google, they're going to read some informative stuff, and then they're going to hear some horror stories, and then they're going to hear some beautiful stories. So, you know, once they get that out of the way, yes, I have a pretty good network um, of, of people that I associate with that I have direct experience with. Um, right. And... Yeah, there. Okay. I'm more than happy to share information. Um, you know, as long okay, as they're so, coming into it with an open heart and an open mind, and uh, because if somebody comes at me, um, you know, with that that negative essence to them, I'll shut them down. Okay. So after someone has done their research and they've gotten all the good, the bad, the ugly, the stupid, and everything else, then they can get in touch with you at one of the ways that you're going to post, and we're going to share with everyone. Uh, so that then you can help them to filter out the BS and get to the core of it, and then they yeah, can make some decisions based on that. Yep, yep, I'd be happy to do that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And also another good thing is to um, connect with um, Thank You Plant Medicine. It was a movement that went on, I believe it was in April, February, March, April. I don't know. It all kind of blends together. Um, but Thank You Plant Medicine was uh, kind of a coming out um, for around the globe of people that had done plant medicine. And they actually have a lot of good resources um, on their website. Um, and, you know, just kind of you know, snooping around Facebook or or snooping around different um, um organizations that are more into um, nature-based beliefs because a mm -hmm. lot of times in those communities, somebody knows something. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, Marcy, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you so much yep, for having you, me here. And we're going to have to have you up here in person sometime soon. And maybe you'll be oh, up yeah. here on a Tuesday night. We can have you live for the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you know I'm not going to just come up there for one or two days. That's <laughs> oh, right. Well, no, it's too long a drive. You better come up here for yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah, right? No doubt, man. And this no time doubt. You won't make it, this time you won't have to take care of anybody. <laughs> I won't be with my broken leg in bed. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at the top of the hour, and it's, this has been this has gone quick. Um, I know. Thank you right? to, I want, want to say thank you to all the listeners. I want to say thank you for the people in the chat room that gave us a couple of great questions. And thank you. Uh, you know, just keep listening, everyone. Uh, every week, we're going to come back with something uh, something new and interesting uh, about the. Uh, whether it's it's you know the the indigenous medicines, whether it's uh, Ayurveda, uh, Robin's holistic health coaching, uh, guided meditations and spirituality uh, that I'll be working with you on, 
whatever it is, we're going to be here on Tuesday nights uh, bringing you something interesting. So, um, so you'll keep checking in. And I believe we promised last week that we would uh, wish our listeners a good night uh, for those that are staying up late uh, to listen to us uh, live because, you know, Ayurveda, we try to have a, 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 nine o'clock bedtime by asleep by 10. So uh, those that have stayed with us, but not on Tuesdays. And uh, so those that are already in bed, listening to the end of the show, uh, we want to thank you and wish you all a good night and a wonderful week. Spread the love. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Night, Marcy. Love you. Love you. for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. <laughs>